flock with the right friends. This is Pastor Mike Kramer of New Life Church, your home of positive faith, bringing you power for living. Come to the cross and find forgiveness. Get into his word and you'll find strength for your soul. Tap into the love that God has given and you'll find power for Powerful Living is a positive faith ministry. We believe that a positive attitude in life is an expression of the positive faith which embraces a powerful truth that with God, all things are possible. Pastor Mike Kramer is a founder of Powerful Living, senior pastor at New Life Church, and the author of the inspirational book, Power Moments. Tap into the love that God has given And you'll find power for living My friend, I want to pick up where we left off a couple of weeks ago on keeping the faith on the path of life. We saw, first of all, to trust God during the blessings and burdens of life. Psalm 16 says this, verse 11, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. One of the ways to keep the faith on the path of life is flock with friends of excellent faith and avoid fatal distractions. You know, verse 3 of Psalm 16 says, And to the saints who are on the earth, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. Oh, my friend, saints is just another word for believers. and They're referred to as excellent ones. You know, I for this is my 27th season, uh, speaking to the Mishawaka football team every Friday morning, it's volunteer. Uh, no one forces them to come. Of course, we bring 10 dozen donuts, and that uh, doesn't uh, hurt the cause at all. It kind of gets those ball players in there. But basically, they're character chalk talks. We call them game day inspiration. But one of the things I emphasize every year is the importance of surrounding yourself with the right people. You know, Character is such an important part. Championship character will help these uh, young men be winners in the game of life. And so we try to help shape their character for life beyond the gridiron, life beyond football. And, of course, we try to give motivational talks to kind of rev the engine. But it's very, very important to focus on character. Talent is what someone has. Character is what they are, and character will carry them through the course of life. But every year, somewhere along the line, I'll emphasize the importance of friendships. And, of course, Lord willing, that starts right there with the family of football. But it's just important, and it's important for everyone to have the right people around you. And you know what, my friend? One of the best ways to attract the right kind of people is to be the right kind of person. The best way to attract positive people is be a positive person. The best way to attract people that take the high road instead of the low road is to travel on the high road. And you'll be walking with people that take the high road in life. But flock with friends of excellent faith. You know, there's there's all kinds of faith. There's what we call foxhole faith. Nothing wrong with that. You know, it's been said there's no atheist in a foxhole. But the idea is 
that's the person that kind of cries out to God when the pressure's on, but the rest of the time just sort of goes their own way. Now, cry out to God at any time. He's there, ready, willing, and able to listen. In fact, Psalm 46, 1 says that God is a very present help in time of trouble. So there's nothing wrong with that, but we want to move beyond it. There's sort of a casual faith, a mental ascent, if you will, where the person says, yeah, I I believe in God. I I believe that this world was created. They might even carry it the next step and say, you know, I believe Christ is the son of God who died and rose again for our sins. That's good. Then there's what we would call saving faith. That's where the individual calls out to Christ, believing that he died and rose again for our sins, and then by faith invites Christ into our life as personal Lord and Savior. Romans 10, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It goes on to say, for whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So there's there's saving faith where we believe and receive. As John 1, 12 talks about believing and receiving Christ inviting Christ into our life to be our personal Lord and Savior. Very, very important. Some people have what's called the gift of faith. They just have that ability to believe God for the best outcomes in the midst of the most difficult circumstances. They just have that sort of that supernatural ability to just sort of lay hold of God. And that's a wonderful, wonderful gift and, and we need people like that in the church. We need people like that in our uh, life and so forth. Uh, through the years, I've had sort of what we might consider prayer partners at New Life. Uh, I remember when I first came to the church 38 years ago, there was uh, five or six widows. They all sat in the same row and uh, literally called it Widow's row, row. But, you know, they were great prayer warriors, and they would gather Uh, every Wednesday afternoon for prayer, Uh, especially uh, during the wintertime, the the Wednesday night prayer meeting, it would get dark early and stuff, and those ladies didn't really need to be out at that time of evening and so forth and traveling in the snow, and so they would gather on Wednesday afternoon, and from time to time, I just kind of poked my head in the room as they'd gather in church and say, you know, ladies, if you could remember this in prayer or that in prayer, and they just would Take these things to the Lord. They had the ability to lay hold of God. One of my great prayer warriors, she's been with the Lord now for a number of years, was Miss Carrie Scott, Uh, just a wonderful Christian lady. Uh, She was a senior saint when I came here many, many years ago, and uh, God called her home several years ago. But Carrie just had that ability to get a hold of God, and I would uh, take prayer requests to her. And sometimes Cindy and I, if we were out and about, I'd say, you know, honey, why don't we stop in on Miss Scott? I'd like to share this prayer request or that prayer request. And she was so faithful. She's actually the person that prayed me into the church. And so I I guess there was a few other people way, way back uh, that had sort of put their name in. But Miss Scott had heard me preach, and she wanted the Word of God, and, and she just prayed me in. And so I've, I've always been thankful. So there's people that have that gift of faith. But here... It's referred to as excellent faith. And I believe that's almost like another term for positive faith. 
you know, I, I'm such a firm believer in positive faith, you know, a positive approach to biblical Christianity. And, you know, faith uh, is the essence of believing God without faith. It's impossible to believe God. Of course, Hebrews 11.1 1 says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so God reveals enough for us to believe. So it's not some blind leap of faith, but at the same time, he doesn't reveal it all. That's what faith is about, taking God at his word. But excellent faith. Oh, those are the kinds of people that you want to be around. And Proverbs 13, 20 says, a wise man walks with wise, but a companion of fools will be destroyed. Hebrews 10, 25 says, do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some, but encourage one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. That day approaching is the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. One day, the trumpet will sound. The dead in Christ will be raised first. We who are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. But the closer we get to the return of Christ, the more difficult it's going to be to live for Christ. And persecution is going to really permeate uh, society and Quite frankly, friends, you see some of that on the rise even now. You know, when I was a kid, you know, there was sort of a friendly spirit towards uh, the church and, and Christianity, just in culture in general. You know, I, I think of principles like the Lord's Day. You know, I'm just telling you, our, our Little League ballpark never scheduled a game on Sunday. It, it was just unheard of. Nothing took place. Sunday was, was a day of worship and family. Even some of my friends who didn't go to church uh, on a weekly basis, their family still respected the Lord's Day, and it was a day of rest. But, you know, those days are kind of gone, and now it just seems like many, many things are up for grabs. And the closer we get to the return of Christ, the more difficult it's going to be to live for Christ. And so you want to surround yourself with excellent believers. Don't forsake the assembly as the manner of some. In other words, some do not make church attendance a priority. God says, don't go down that road. And my friend, I would so encourage you, be a part of a, a good Bible teaching church. If you don't have a church home, hey, we'd love to meet you out here at New Life, 11593 McKinley Highway East, Osceola, Indiana, 46561. Uh, to our friends in Colville, Washington, if you don't have a church home, I can't think of a, a better place. I believe it now it's called Grace Bible Church. Uh, Pastor Tim Goble and his son Daniel uh, pastoring there. Oh, you'll, you'll love it, and it'd be a wonderful church for you. In, in town of Plymouth, I'm sure there's many wonderful churches. I know there's Plymouth Baptist Church. There's the Journey Church. There's a lot of great churches. Just pick one, jump in there, be a part of it. You know, and whatever flavor of faith you find yourself, if you attend the Catholic or the Lutheran church, get in there and get behind your pastor, cheer him on, encourage him. Just be a part, but be a positive-minded Christian, one of excellent faith. Flock with friends of excellent faith and avoid fatal distractions. Notice verse 4 of Psalm 16. It says, their sorrows shall be multiplied who Hasten after another God. Their drink offerings of blood I will not offer, nor take up their names on my lips. Flocking after other gods. You know, a god or an idol 
is anything that means more to us than our relationship with the Lord. And there's a lot of things out there. You know, everybody thinks that Satan's going to come along and, you know, tempt people with, with kind of like the big sins, you know, adultery, uh, drunkenness. I mean, you could just go on and on. Uh, but, and obviously I'm not uh, encouraging that by any shape of the imagination. But actually, the enemy is a whole lot smarter than that. He's very subtle. And what he enjoys doing is to distract people from the best by attracting them to good things. There's a lot of good things out there that you can spend your time with. But sometimes the enemy uses that as what we would call a fatal distraction. And then someone starts getting away from listening to the word of God and, and, and so forth. And then you become more vulnerable. And pretty soon, if you're not careful, an entire generation has grown up distracted from the things of God and, and don't understand uh, what's in the scriptures, don't know how to live for Christ, don't know how to walk with the Lord. And so that's what these guys do in verse 4. They take people out after other gods. They want to distract you. And again, a wise person will walk with the wise. A companion of fools will be destroyed. So be that wise person. Travel the high road. Be that positive faith believer. Attract people to you with, of like-minded. Be a good witness, a good testimony for Christ. Get out there and be a good neighbor, if you will. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Treat others the way you would want to be treated, the golden rule. That'll bless your life, and it'll bless others, and you'll have that boomerang of blessing that'll come back, and that respect, you give respect, you'll gain respect, but you take that high road in life, and you travel with people of like-minded faith. It doesn't mean you don't have friends who might believe differently, but you want to surround yourself with people that are walking the high road with you, keeping your eyes anchored on Christ and having that excellent faith. Doesn't mean you're perfect. None of us are. But there's an opportunity to be excellent in our walk with the Lord. And as a result, you'll be a blessing to other people around you. So my friend, flock with friends of excellent faith and avoid fatal distractions. And that'll help you keep the faith on the path of life. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord give you peace in your heart and power for living. Amen. <laughs> 